0: Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast.
1: We're not going anywhere. We're back next week. We hope you are too. (laughs) Now what? Well,
0: what do athletes do after winning the big one? They go to Disney World? Disney sucks. Vacation? Yes, vacation. Let's go. All right. Where are you two going? A vacation. Bull. You've got a show to do, but it's going to be a letdown after Sound Off 1000. A bigger letdown than me firing you douche noses? Get to work. It's a thousand shows, not a Nobel Prize.
2: Live from WHO HD, it's Sound Off with Keith Murphy and John Sears. Featuring Andy Fails with What's Bugging Andy. Now, get ready to Sound Off.
1: Boy, the boss was pretty demanding there. He just, I guess he motivated us.
0: Figured to work hard for Sound Off 1000, maybe a day of vacation, but...
1: Back to the grind. We're on it, 1001. By, By the way, Disney sucks. I don't think I've ever heard that.
0: I got wrapped up in the emotion. Just got a little caught up in it. Jeez. I wanted a vacation. Get some
1: sleep or something. I know you have three small kids. I man. know. You can sound off at 515-282-9010. It doesn't have to be about Odor rocking Batista, but that Ooh. left an impression. How about Batista staying upright?
0: That was an MMA punch to the to the face. I, I
1: Credit for him staying on his feet. Yeah. He got rocked by that punch. Hey, it doesn't have to be that though. A lot going on. 515 282 9010. Time to sound off. Hmm. Last week we celebrated Sound Off 1000. City View cover, Sound Off 1000 trending on Twitter. The response overwhelmed any expectations we had. This happens when you're around a long time. It's why a common comment was, that's how Keith Murphy looked with hair. One viewer, now in his 30s, told me, sound off is our generation's floppy. Being compared to a children's puppet is not quite what I had in mind, but I recognize a well-intended compliment when I hear one, even if I did often feel like a man watching his own funeral. But like any reunion, it's not just old memories, it's new ones. Brown Guy still finds any opportunity to shoehorn his beloved Yankees into a show. Heather maintains her sense of humor about the six months she hosted and how she tried not to suck. Scott Sipker brought back his recurring bit of sipping whiskey during sound off, only to see another guy go viral after doing the same thing. Oh, the irony. Chris Hassel took vacation from the worldwide leader to remind everyone of his sketch genius. A brilliance, it is my hope, ESPN someday puts to good use. 15 years of What's Bugging Andy clips reminded me of how that segment hit like a thunderbolt. No one in local television had held up a mirror and made us consider some hard truths, both funny and solemn, but mostly funny. So now we take those first steps toward 2000, and who knows, the underrated John Sears may make it if he doesn't eat himself out of television. I won't make it to 2000, but if I never get another compliment or heartfelt note, I will always have all those from the past week and I could not appreciate them more. Thank you.
0: Oh, come on, 20 more years, you'll only be what? 70? You can do it. Keith, I think Matt Campbell has some nice incentives in his contract, but. It remains to be seen if any of those will actually kick in. The one that stands out is a $500,000 bonus for six wins. Half a mil if the Cyclones make a bowl game. Now, the jokes are obvious, and Hawkeye fans are certainly letting Iowa State fans hear it. I actually have no problem with the incentive. Look, let's be real. Iowa State football has been bad the last few years. They have money. They want wins. They want a respectable football team. Jamie Pollard knows what pays the bills. Football. Now, I just hope that if Campbell gets the program turned around, his next contract won't have a bonus for mediocrity and instead a bonus for double-digit wins. I think Emmanuel Malou is a big loss for Iowa State. Malou was an unknown talent, but he was a talent. 6'9", athletic, professional players don't come along often. The Cyclones will still be good, but it's a big loss. Pop Warner Football has decided to eliminate kickoffs for kids' divisions ages 5 through 10. I have mixed feelings on this. I don't want to see any kids get seriously injured in football, but doing away with kickoffs does eliminate a big part of the game. And if you missed the ESPN story on Tyler Sash today, I recommend watching it. It once again brings to light the effects of CTE. Sash's brain had almost the same amount of damage as Junior Seau. Seau played 20 years in the NFL. Sash, two. That's scary stuff. It was a well-done report, Mm -hmm. and the producer
1: lives in Des Moines, um, uh, Dave Lubbers, and he did a a terrific job. So did the reporter, uh, Steve Mm Delson. And, again, Barney Sash's words just really hit home because it's clear that uh, she always loved football. It's a football family. They're not hating on football, but they feel like Tyler would be here if he hadn't played football, and it's hard to think he wouldn't be. Yeah, and
0: one of the things she said at the end was, you know, kind of wish he would have played basketball because he had division one or division one or two scholarship offers for sure. basketball very good basketball yeah, he player play. could have played collegiate basketball but he went the football route and now at 27 uh no longer here
1: yeah, yeah he he's gone uh we told him last week if he called this week we would put him to the front of the line so ladies and gentlemen oh. for the next generation it is cheeser
0: the first call of 1001 Goes to Cheezer.
1: Cheezer, yes. Yeah, okay. he, he he waited on hold since last week. <laughs> so, hey, Cheezer, uh, let's make it a good one.
0: Yeah, hey, uh, Keith, uh, I just want to let you know that you are going to get some good notes. I want to say thank you for sh- uh, giving me a shout-out. That was nice of you, buddy.
1: Uh, you're welcome, Cheezer.
0: Because, you know, I'm a good, good person, right?
1: You're a good person.
0: Yeah, and I, I – uh, Everything I hear person? is
1: you're a good person.
0: Yeah, because I believe
2: the Royals are, are going to get on the roll here because uh, I've been uh, praying for those guys a lot.
1: Man, the Royals uh, had a big win today. Oh, they need some pros. They, Did he say he was playing yeah, for them? Yeah. They need some pros. Thanks They're only you. 18
0: and 19.
1: Yeah, 18 and 19, but they they can still, in that division, they can still catch up. And this was a dramatic win today, and the admirers were there. Team admirers, yeah. Let's be Dressed honest. To the nines. I, I
0: think everybody is still a little skeptical about the Chicago White Sox. They're they're pegged to be a bottom feeder this year. They kind of got off to a hot start. I fully expect the Royals to turn this on, around and be in it at the end of the year.
1: Uh, it, admirers
0: had that kind of dress to, since the, he got nines, to Des the suspenders and everything.
1: Time for Twins with a local connection. Old Spice, our director judges and Keith Barnett of Iowa Falls says, "quote." My son thinks your new reporter, Ben Oldatch, looks like Sid from Ice Age.
0: Old Spice. I just watched this movie like two days ago. Did you think of Ben? I did not. But apparently, it is. According to Old Spice, He's Sid from Ice Age. I love Sid in Ice Age. Great character.
1: Yeah, Sid's great. Gosh, I've been, don't worry, Ben, I've been compared to cartoons. Don from Muscatine says the round guy on Sound Off 1000 is a twin for Ben Franklin. Old Spice. <laughs> Man, you guys are thinking out of the box this week, and we love it.
2: Guys, that was quite a Sound Off 1000 party, eh? Well, you know what bugs me about a party? The next day. It's What's bugging and Andy, the hangover version, next.
1: Follow us on Twitter at SoundOff13. Michelle writes, it's a real business in Omaha. As you can see, the pictures of the sign for cooters recycling. Yes, a real business wow. in Nebraska. No cooter tonight, but Dolph will make an extended Extended appearance in just a few minutes.
0: John, who is rumored to be one hell of a tweeter, says... Wait, it's it's you. What do you mean it's rumored to... Oh, I I didn't realize, but I just thought it was one hell of a tweet. Personally, I like this one, referring to the front of the City View newspaper taped to the towel machine at Cooney's Bar.
1: All the tweets we got this week, you just picked out one that has a City View taped to the front of one of those really odd towel dispensers and it's in a bathroom.
0: <laughs> I just, that, that's your choice. I thought it was a, an excellent tweet that needed to be shared on it.
1: <sighs> okay. Uh, it is time now to, to find out what's bugging Andy. You know, uh, Andy, he got kind of melancholy last week as he looked back over all 15 years. Yeah. So I, I don't know what direction this will go.
2: So here we go, guys, time to celebrate 1001 and that's hard to do after all 1000 has seemed like a destination for so long. It's taken me some time to come to grips with the fact that it's really just another milestone. You know, I mean, a spot on a road that just keeps going on and on into the horizon. It was fun looking back at the person that I used to be on What's Bugging Andy. A young guy with a lot to say, tickled to death that I'd been given a place to say it. I mean, I was lucky and I knew it. I'm a little alarmed at how bold I was back then. I mean, calling out people at the State Fair and goading Channel 8, ripping sacred cows like the Hawkeyes and Cyclones. It made me cringe a little bit to watch it all again, but if given the chance, I don't think I'd change anything. I was finding my voice and when anyone does that, that voice usually starts out as loud and shrill. Looking ahead to SoundOff's next millennium, I don't think I'll be quite like that anymore. There will be moments when I really take off on something bugging me, but the reckless abandon that used to fill me with adrenaline will be trimmed back a good deal. And you know, I think that's the way it should be. After all, I'm 45. I've got a wife and kids. I got a minivan and crow's feet and wingtips. I used to poke fun at the establishment. Well, now I am the establishment, and my voice has changed even if my message hasn't. It happens. I mean, Alan Iverson used to be the face and attitude of a new generation. Now, He's a retired guy with a ton of tattoos to explain. Andre Agassi once stood for images oh. everything. Now he's just another guy in his 40s who admits he once tried a hairpiece before finally surrendering to the god of bald. <laughs> if you ask me, it's always better to accept that the book of life comes in chapters and when it comes time to turn the page, you should do that. Look at Murph. gracefully gray. Then again look at Paul Stanley. (laughs) I think his face might have looked more natural back in the heyday of KISS. I have no doubt that things will still bug me and that I'll feel fortunate to have this segment to use as therapy. But I'm not going to try to slow down the hands of time because I know I can't. I know I'll look silly trying and I know that there will be things about the next 1,000 that are even better than the first. I'm Andy Fales, and that's what's bugging me.
1: Andy, thank you. We have a line open at 515-282-9010. You can sound off. Who's in your five roles next, including sound off's five most impactful interns? Like us on Facebook, if you like. Sound Off Nation. Nate writes, I don't really have a problem with football coaches' pay. Uh, 50,000 people don't show up to watch me or you or the vast majority of us work. It's all about how much money you generate or help generate. It's the system we have, folks. That said, this is a huge incentive to be mediocre. Who's in your five impactful Sound Off interns over the past 19 and a half years? So many good ones. Number five, Brett McIntyre turned his internship into a meteorology career. Mm. Number four, Chris Williams created <laughs> a media empire and is now writing a blog on Douche Country. Number three, John Sears became the what? first intern- Number three? First intern to later host Sound Off. Number two, impactful intern Harrison Barnes went from intern to NBA champion. That's impactful, but most impactful, number one, the angry intern. Why? I'll tell you why. Because I now sleep with one eye open. He's angry, and he can't control it. Look at that face.
0: Guy's just a little bit off. Number three for me, you couldn't have put me in front of Harrison. I mean, I know he's an NBA champ, and he's tall and good at basketball. John, you
1: ate ten donuts. He won an NBA championship. Exactly.
0: Exactly. All right, let's let's uh, let's take
1: a call from Jay Paul in Marshalltown. Jay Paul?
0: Hello there. Hi, Keith. Hi. Hi, John. Uh, I was calling about that article they did on Tyler
1: Sash today. I'd never seen it on ESPN. The story on Outside the Lines? Yes.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, I understand. You now, he had as much brain damage as Junior Serial, they said.
1: The mm-hmm. CTE, yes. In the NFL? Advanced CTE. Yeah. Well, I've come up with a new
0: helmet design that I think would probably it wouldn't eliminate concussions, but it would probably help a lot in the area of concussion and head injury and football and other sports too
1: well yeah. i uh, Jay Paul, let me jump in there i'm I'm no expert on helmets, and if you've designed something, I hope it helps. Uh, good luck with that. One of the challenges though, is a CTE is not about concussions, mm-hmm. and it's believed by the CTE experts that it's really not even about the helmet. It's about the brain being shaken inside yeah, rattling the head,
0: inside your head. Yeah, it mm-hmm. is
1: important to have a properly fitted helmet, but the helmet itself is not what causes CTE or could prevent CTE. It's the repetitive shaking of the brain
0: inside the say, skull. And, and that's the that's the hard thing with football is. It's a contact sport that leads with your head. Mm-hmm. You know, Sash was a safety. You know, Junior Sale was a linebacker. These guys are full speed leading, you know, usually eyes up, hopefully, you know, knowing where they're hitting. But a lot of times that doesn't happen. Leading with your head to tackle, and that's where that CTE stuff comes from. Repetitive hitting in those, you know, those defensive players on the offensive players.
1: Yeah, they said it even could be like practice, you know, ding, slaps to the head, just yeah. not, even, not even concussion even concussion. And type who knows –
0: if they can even make the helmets better. They're trying every year to make them better and better, but who knows if they'll even work.
1: Uh, Philip is in Urbandale. Philip, you have the Blues on your mind, or do you have the Blues?
0: Yeah, they got by Dallas the other week, and uh, they're doing them a lot better than they have in re- really recent years.
1: Been 15 years since the Blues were in the Western Conference Finals. I know more about the Blues than I ever thought I would because I get daily updates from a nervous yet excited Andy fails. Well, the good
0: news is tomorrow uh, radio show for you. He's going to be in a good mood. He'll be in a good mood. He keeps He'll be saying the Blues, ready to go. He
1: says the Blues are the Cubs of hockey. Well, d- 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 no, the Blues started in the '60s. The Cubs were already on a long drought by the '60s. Yeah. Hey, Gary Dolphin made quite an impression last week on Sound Off. People want more. They want oh, more yeah. interviews. They want more questions. More
3: answers. This is Gary Dolphin, Voice and they'll yeah, get it
1: okay. next <laughs> on Sound are.
3: Off. I'm.
1: Gary. You can always email the show, soundoff at whotv.com. The Cubs lost three games this week, and judging by the reaction of some Cardinals fans, I'm guessing that it somehow must have added three World Series titles to their total. Shane <laughs> from
0: Marshalltown. Now, last week we played Gary Dolphin interviewing the big four coaches, and you wanted more. So more you'll get.
3: Well, Gary Dolphin, voice of the Iowa Hawkeyes, now here with <laughs> Steve Prohm, the brand-new head coach of the University of Iowa State, Coach it's what? Iowa
0: State University. That's what I said. Okay.
3: Coach Steve Prohm, we'll have to do that. We'll, we'll edit it up. Coach Prohm, how awesome is it that you get to go to Carver-Huckeye Arena next season and play in front of the greatest fans in sports?
0: Uh, we're looking forward to the opportunity. Obviously, coming off last year's terrific come-from-behind win.
3: Come-from-behind. Yeah. You do realize that Jared Utoff ran roughshod all over you and the Iowa Hawkeyes won by about 30
0: right he had a good first half Um, and then
3: I turned it off went to bed knowing that the Iowa Hawkeyes had beaten Steve Prome in his first game in this uh, great rivalry the greatest rivalry in sports which is ironic considering it's not really a rivalry correct
0: if you talk to George Niang it's not uh, and who is he? George Niang he's all-american he had a couple big threes late in that game, and he's the one that kissed the crowd. He's the one that he did the kiss to your crowd. Oh,
3: he's a big fan of Iowa. So he's he's in the stands.
0: No, I think it was when they were up. They were up big over there. His sophomore, excuse me, his junior year, and he had just. I oh, just so think he's he a high schooler saying, there, Dave. Uh, no, he's uh, he's an All American. He's second team All American. He's. Second-team. I don't think
3: anybody knows who this uh, Clarence Nang is, but uh, yeah, George. We'll, we'll we'll move on, uh, George. Second no. leading scorer in history uh, of school. We'll will. Brandon, you'll be able to do some Winning editing here, won't player you? player in history of the school. Uh, continuing our interview here with Steve Prohm. Well, I
0: think he did like this. He just went to your fans.
3: I'm the one with the microphone, Coach. Steve Prohm is here. When you learned that you would be moving out of such an awful state in Kentucky yes. and coming to Iowa, but then finding out that you weren't actually going to Iowa City and that you had to go to Lames, what was your feeling?
0: Uh, it's Ames, Ames, Iowa. Uh, fortunate because I knew I was going to be around the best fans in this Okay, state. We're just
3: going to have to cut this off here. Uh, coach, appreciate it. Best of luck. Not really.
1: Chrome was great. Uh, Over-under, overrated, outrage over ISU's Cinco de Mayo, Three Amigos tweet. Since been deleted and players photoshopped onto these actors, but come on, lighten up, Francis.
0: Underrated, family movie night at Jack Trice Stadium. Cold last night for Star Wars, but still a great idea. Sorry to interrupt you, John. I'm being told
1: what? right now we, we are going to be able to go live to the, uh, the Eagle Camp <gasps> in the two Two small eaglets are sleeping. <gasps> oh. Look at that, do you know what their names are? Eagle and Let? No, Freedom and America. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm being told that that's the new name of Budweiser. Sorry about that. I'm maybe I don't wanna play the music too loud. I'm a little worried about that I'm waking these yeah. beautiful birds up at this point. They are beautiful. Are beautiful well that'll do it for us we are we're back next week right
0: 1002 i
1: guess the boss says we're going to be back no next. no vacation week. we we hope you are too we'd
0: love to have you back next week we leave you with the sound off send off our make-believe boss nick renkowski bringing heat yeah he brings it good night a bigger letdown than me firing you two douche noses <laughs> that is a silly phrase that's just a silly just, um, a bigger letdown than me firing you douche noses? Get to work. Show what he feels like you've been on vacation for like three years. A bigger letdown than me firing you douche noses? Get to work. couple of prima donnas. How uh, many do okay. Disney, Disney sucks? Yeah, <laughs> <All right. laughs> Just,
1: right. No one has <laughs> ever said that. So. Uh, okay. <clears throat>